You're listening to The Real Enneagram Podcast, a spiritual quest, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. Hello. I'm glad to be able to speak with you on this day, and for you, um, I'm thankful in that you thought to tune in to us. The podcast today is going to be a reflection on the war in Ukraine, uh, the terrible suffering that is happening there, and the rays of hope that are also shining through in many, many directions. We do not know the outcome of this war. We do not know the extent of the loss of life on all sides of this terrible conflict. We do not know what is yet to happen in terms of chemical weapons or even nuclear weapons. This war has really changed the world for several reasons. One is we are able to witness the actual suffering like never before. Yes, there have been other wars. And yes, there has been terrible bloodshed, crimes, war crimes, and genocide. But the extent of the news coverage that we have today with the current technology and the current ability to interview and be with people as this is happening in real time, make this war accessible to the psyches of all who tune in to the news to watch it. I have many friends who don't tune in They can't see any more of it. They can't swim around in the misery that they know is happening because they feel helpless to do anything. We have others who watch the news constantly and for that reason are in altered states. Almost a continuous warlike depression, empathy for children, mothers, newborns, expectant mothers, older people, and of course, young families, and the men and women in combat. The empathy for these people has created a worldwide response of tremendous aid, aid in money, aid in food, clothing, shelter, and aid from other countries with their technology, weaponry, and their knowledge. So the world is involved in this, but it's involved in another way, and that is every one of us 
is a potential victim of this conflict. If it were to spread and escalate in nuclear aggression, the war could likely hit directly in our own homes. Our lives would be altered drastically forever. The world itself, the face of it, would be parched, burned, and relegated to redundancy. There could be no planting of fresh crops and soil that's contaminated by radiation. The birth defects, the loss of lives, and the continued visitation of radiation upon people in the aftermath of nuclear war is inestimable. So in the backs of everyone's minds, we know this. We know it and we either turn away from it and deny it or we face it. The Enneagram is really about consciousness even more so than its starting point which is personality typology. It's nice to know what our personalities are and the characteristics of a seven, eight, nine, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's also essential that we know what that personality is and what the ego is. Because only by beginning there can we travel to the Enneagram's most beautiful part most transcendent part, most transformational part, and that is the spirituality of the Enneagram, which shows every ego type its way out of its fixations, its traps, its personality issues, its avoidances, its passions. And only the trip to the soul point is the antidote for every egotype's dilemma. I'd like to speak a little bit now about how a conscious egotype who has gone to their soul type and amalgamated with it, that would be at their point of integration, and in the amalgamation has risen in consciousness to deal with not only our own dilemmas, but the dilemmas facing this planet and all life on it, and specifically this war perpetrated upon the people of Ukraine without provocation. I would like to discuss very briefly how the conscious egotype 
will respond to this war, beginning with conscious and integrated egotype one. Egotype one has the holy idea of holy perfection. And this type of perfection is not flawlessness, but wholeness. The word cosmos means wholeness. A system that hangs together, works, and in harmony perpetuates itself, including all of its parts, even the most infinitesimal, small, unmentionable. And so when a one sheds their unhealthy idea of perfection and adopts the divine idea of holy perfection, they understand that they're not working to create perfect happiness or perfect victory or perfect safety for anyone, but that with the optimism they find at their soul point seven, they can understand that all misery is temporary and that the right thing to do is to address the dilemma in Ukraine with like optimism and with embracing as many of the people, the forgotten, the unmentionables, and even the enemy with the arms of love. And that with this approach, the one is not in the spot of monitoring, chiding, punishing, but it takes on the role of being a healer with their insights, with their inner compass knowing which way to guide people. They do it not with a furrowed brow and thin lips ready to criticize and castigate everyone for being out of line, but they do it with joy. Joy of knowing that this too shall pass. Now I'd like to discuss what a conscious egotype two does in the face of this Ukrainian situation. Twos, of course, are helpful, and underneath it, there may be a lot of pride, needing to be honored and loved for the amazing things that they can do for others and how indispensable they are to others. But I'd like to point out that a healthy two who has found a conscious way to be in this world understands their virtue of humility and they understand that they are not in charge of feeding, nurturing, and protecting the world at, I may add, the expense of their own needs. 
in humility they realize that there is only so much that they can do only so much energy that they have and because they are called to be givers the only way they can find true freedom from their compulsive giving is to combine their individual will with the will of the divine. The divine who leads and guides this healthy conscious to to just the people and just the situations and circumstances that that individual egotype too can benefit most. The holy idea of type two is holy will, holy freedom, which encapsulates the road out of the two's fixation by aligning one's will with the will of the divine, which includes meeting our own needs. We have the freedom to move in the world in true altruistic giving and in true sacred benevolence. And the two is no longer in it for what people may think of them. They are in it from a heart of empathic giving that deepens their humility and makes their giving more effective. I'd like to speak to you now about the ego type three in its conscious state and how ego type three in integrated consciousness having gone to its soul point at six approaches this dilemma of the war in Ukraine. Unhealthy threes are charged with doing so much to make things happen. And in this situation, you can imagine how many unhealthy threes plan, administrate, organize, make strategies of how to alleviate the suffering and promote and transform the Ukrainian people out of this absolute horror they're in. The problem with the unhealthy three is that there again they alone are the center of their efforts. And in being in the center of their efforts, it is so much more about me and my image and my praise for what I have accomplished in helping other people with their suffering. This is not the way of the conscious three because conscious threes are interested in holy hope, holy law, and holy harmony. And the first of these would be holy harmony because it takes the harmony between the three and others to begin 
any effort to make a difference. And the others in this case are the kindred spirits of the three that are revealed to her or him at the soul point six, which is the sacred kindred. If you will think just for a moment about healthy and conscious threes, they are not acting as the figurehead, the lone ranger, the one and only to save a situation or to accomplish a goal. Embedded in community and embedded in sacred kinship, they understand that we are all very much interrelated and that there are laws that underpin this universe that will not allow it to sink. Oh yeah, maybe regressions, but by and large that we are on a spiral, however slow that spiral may be, of consciousness. And with every rung, humanity gets higher and higher, even if it takes eons. So with blending in with others in sacred kinship and with understanding the law is there underpinning this universe and that it is not up, all up to the three to do everything, this brings hope, holy hope, and motivates others to work in community to bring about progress. So you will see a conscious three doing many things with teams, with consensus, with cross-pollination of ideas, with think tanks in order to bring about holy harmony in the outer. Tune in for next podcast's continuation of this one, of consciousness, the types, and the war in Ukraine. Thank you. That wraps up another episode of The Real Enneagram, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. If you're interested in furthering these conversations, please reach out to us through our Instagram, at The Real Enneagram. Or if you're interested in our upcoming trainings or other resources, please visit our website, www.instituteforconsciousbeing.org. Thanks for listening.